to the While You Are Single podcast. O.J. Tokes' new, revised, and updated book, While You Are Single, A Guide to Finding and Keeping the Right Mate for Your Life, is now available. For more details about the book, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. Meanwhile, enjoy the podcast. Here is O.J. Tokes. Hello and welcome to another edition of the While You Are Single podcast. Thank you for joining us again this week. You can also listen to the podcast on iTunes. You can subscribe on iTunes. Just go to iTunes, look for OJ Tooks Ministries in the podcast section of iTunes, and you can listen to the podcast on there as well. Thank you for giving to the While You're Single podcast. For those of you who have been supporting us financially, we really appreciate it. If you're a listener and you would like to support the ministry because it's been a blessing to you, thank you very much. I encourage you to go to our website, whileyouaresingle.org, and you can give through the Giving tab. I don't know if you're aware of this, but we also have videos from our While You Are Single services. You can access our videos by going to our website as well, and um, you can click on the YouTube icon, or you can just watch the video that is on the website. If you happen to be in the Houston area on April the 21st, I'd like to invite you to join us for our next While You Are Single event. It will be taking place again April the 21st, the Friday night, 8 p.m. at our new meeting location, which is Catch the Fire Church, also known as Sweetwater Church, Catch the Fire Church at Sugarland, Texas. Sugarland is basically just a few minutes from Houston, so it's kind of in the Houston area. So hopefully you can join us. It's going to be a panel discussion on marriage. We're going to have uh, three married couples that are going to be part of the panel. And basically we're going to be asking them questions about marriage, whatever it is that it's in your heart that you would like to ask about. So I encourage you to join us. We're going to have a great time. If you like to ask questions, um, you can email us your questions at info at while you are single.org. If you would rather just ask the question in person, that is fine as well. Just join us on the 21st and you will have the chance to ask your question. Again, it's April the 21st, Friday night, 8 p.m. at Catch the Fire Church in Sugarland, Texas. You can go to our website for more details. It wasn't too long ago that we talked about in one of our While You're Single services, we addressed I addressed 10 things that you need to know before you get into a relationship. Well, prior to me addressing that, we had a discussion on things that we need to know before we get into a relationship. So here is our discussion on things you need to know before you get into a relationship. Enjoy. What are some of the things people need to know and do before they get into a relationship? That's the reason why we're single right now. <laughs> Hi everyone, my name is Ndidi. So I'm going to give the real spiritual answer. We need to know who we are in Christ before we enter a relationship. Okay. Hello everybody, my name is John. And I would say that one thing that's important to know is that you are morally compatible with each other. I think one of the things we found out with this past election, especially as members of the church, is that we may all believe in the same God, but we don't all believe in the same things. 
and it's evident in the things that people are saying about and to each other and it's evident in the hurt that's being communicated by and you know from other people so i think it's a good thing i think it's prudent to if you're going to pursue a relationship you want to know if you're morally compatible why people believe different things but believe in the same god i don't know none of us can really answer that question and none of us know you know when god's going to fix that but in the meantime it's good to be equally yoked morally so to speak hello everyone my name's eleanor um I believe that you need to observe that person that you are interested in and kind of to piggyback off of what John just said, you want to know their fruit and kind of get an idea of what it is exactly that you two are, you know, trying to look into. And um, I truly believe that, you know, similar to what Ndidi said, if you know who you are in Christ then you should be able to observe that person and see if they too are walking with Christ too. Thank you. Uh, my name's Edward. I would also say we have to know who we are because that's exactly who we're going to attract. Okay, thank you. Yes, I see your hand. Hey guys, I'm Dave Delahite. Um, uh, for me, I, I always want to look at me and kind of inventory my past relationships and see what, is good what I need to improve on before I move forward with anything so that, you know, I'm clean and I'm right on the inside so I can present, you know, uh, the best part of me uh, to a relationship. Um, okay, my name is Ndidi again, and I believe we have to know um, sort of the baggage we are carrying. Each of us have specific issues some of us think we're all clean and we don't have anything we're going through but we all have issues and we need to allow God to reveal those things just be really honest with God about who you are and let him reveal those things so that he can work on it with you <laughs> thank you very much my name is Candice Della Femina I mean for me the most important thing is where they are spiritually and we're all at different levels spiritually. Even though we're all in the body of Christ, uh, some of us are spirit-filled and moving the gifts of the Spirit, and some people, that's just not, that's not on with them. So I think for me that would be the top priority. And then, you know, you also want to make sure that um, your goals are the same, not, not your spiritual goals, but just what you really want out of life okay. uh, or the, is you're headed down the same pathway. Hi guys, my name is Isaac. Um, one observation I've had when it comes to relationships is that too many people, they rush into relationships. And uh, I'm talking about people who they've probably just come uh, into church. You know, they're, they're coming to know God. Many times, uh, a lot of people, they fail to give themselves some time. Give yourself some time to grow in God. Know very well what you believe in. Because if you don't, if, if that's shaky ground and you get with somebody who's also on shaky ground, eventually it'll collapse, you know, and, and, and I think that's a root cause of many divorces, you know, many people who change their mind, you know, you're not the same person who you used to be or who I met, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So um, I honestly think that people need to give themselves some time to grow in Christ. I'm talking about years, 
not months. You know, no, nobody grows that fast. You know, let's just be real. So give yourself a few years, stay single, but grow in God. Okay, thank you very much. Um, hi, I'm Esther. I think um, something important that people should do before they get into a relationship is um, know who the person's friends and family are. Like, are they who they say they are? Um, yeah, you should do your research on the person. I think that's really important. Okay, thank you. I got one. Okay. Yeah, I'm Antonio. Um, now, the, you know, the, the thing is, like, if I see a woman that I may be interested, you know, uh, before I even poach her, I just pray. You know, uh, that, that's all to it. Just going to keep it simple. Um, the relationship is going to be two people. So the main thing is who you're trying to get in a relationship with. Do they want to be in a relationship? What are your goals? What's the end game? Hi, my name is Tolu. I just wanted to buttress the point of um, the lady over there who said, uh, make sure your life goals are the same or, you know, are similar. And that's very important. Um, like where you're going, especially if the relationship is, um, you know, you're thinking about marriage. So there are certain things like when you get married, you're supposed to be together. For example, you're supposed to live in the same place, you know, live in the same city. I mean, people take that for granted. Say, for example, you met someone from a different city and or, or country and people just assume that, you know, when we get married, it will make sense to him or her that we should live together. But the person is not really wanting to live where you're living, but we just go into it and think, you know, now it's fine that um, you, you, the person has, you know that, but just be prepared that that person is not going to change their mind. And if you've gone like maybe a year or two and find out that they're not changing their mind, know that you've, you know, be prepared to to spend that time and, and, you know, and don't blame them that they wasted your time and all that. Another issue is um, children. Some people don't want to have children and they say they don't want to have children, but you just can't believe that someone would think like that. You think, no, when they, they'll be convinced when time, you know, when they know me more and more. So things like that. It's very important that your life goals are the same and don't make assumptions when people say what they want, believe them at the beginning. If you want to give them a chance to change, you know that you're taking a risk, that if they don't change, you've wasted your time. So. Um, I just wanted to add one more thing. Um, it's amazing how we spend so much time, you know, being very precise and prepared when we go get a job. But for some reason, when it comes to relationship, we take that for granted and we just assume that it'll work itself out. You know, we'll just get through it. You know, some people are like, I don't really love that person, but I'll learn to love them. But yet, you know, we work really hard at our occupations. Yes, I grant it, we get a paycheck from it, but what's more rewarding? A relationship that's going to be stable and have some form of foundation or having a paycheck because you've worked so hard at your job. So I just think sometimes I think, you know, everything that we've said through Christ-like and following God, if we would just have the same relationship that we have with God, with the people that we choose, we might be a little bit more selective in our, in our choices. Hi, my name is uh, Patricia. And um, I would say, apart from, you know, knowing who you are in God, I would say knowing how you hear from God, knowing God's voice, because 
there have been instances, you know, where people will tell you, oh, I really see the two of you together or something. And that is very common. And if you don't know how to hear from God, you could get confused and um, your thoughts will be clouded and end up in a relationship you don't want to be in. So, Hi, everyone. Dana. Um, I was just going to say that um, continue to get a lot of practice in the fruit of the spirit, you know, love, peace, joy, kindness, goodness. Um, faithfulness and self-control um, because you'll probably get a whole lot of practice of that in marriage. I <laughs> uh, just wanted to add something here, kind of one of the more uncomfortable things to think about. Understand your own motives for wanting to be in a relationship and ask yourself the hard question of whether or not you really want to be in a relationship whether you are really ready to be in a relationship. Once upon a time in my life, I thought I wanted to be a doctor until I got into the process of pursuing that and understanding all of the years of school that it would take to do that and the lifetime commitment and the the loss of autonomy that comes with that. And I realized real quick, I was meant to do something else. And I've been happy ever since because, because, I, because, because I found what it was that I was supposed to be doing. I found the, the path that I was supposed to be on. But I had to get honest with myself and say, you know, look at myself in the mirror and say, it's not a thing that you can't do this. Do you really want to do this? So... A lot of us, we say we want to be in a relationship, but is that because our best friend is in a relationship? Or is it because mama's after you wanting to know when she's going to get some grandkids? Or you just don't want to be alone? Or whatever the reason could be. So we have to get honest with ourselves, ourselves and find out, is that really what I want? And if it is, what is it that I need to do to go from where I am to where I want to be? Is it important to you for your lady to work out? Um, the question is um yes and no. Um, Oops, what? <laughs> no, man, I'm sorry, man, I'm sorry. My answer would be yes and no. And the reason, the reason why I say uh, you know, like far as the yes part is like the thing is like okay, like you know because you know I like all type of women. You know, I'm talking like the small, the skinny, or big, whatever. So. <laughs> The thing is, like the the port the the, the port the important part is like I, I won't I won't tell her hey you need to lose weight but but other than that it will be good for her to be healthy, okay. you know what I mean? So <laughs> that's the thing. Okay. Um, so 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 that that's the reason I say um, you know on y- y- yes and no. Okay. We'll let you off the hook there. <laughs> <laughs> Any other um, guy respond to that? Uh, my name is Tony. Um, sometimes we Christians, we forget the Bible does say that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We have to take care of our body. Um, like I said, 10 minutes of walking is not going to kill anybody. Okay. That is very important. Anybody can walk. You don't have to be a marathon runner or just, you know, just being healthy because, as you know, cancer is running rampant out there. And we have to watch what we eat. You know, because it's dementia, this is not going away. And it's in the church, so we can't ignore it. Okay. I think it's important that we're both healthy. Thank you very much. <laughs>
it's not going to be as spiritual as y'all think. <laughs> I mean, uh, man, we live in a culture where it's about image. So let's just be real. Everybody wants to look good. Everybody wants to look their best. So I think we do need to put forth some effort in that. Um, I take another angle at it, and I, I truly believe that this is something that the man has to um, cater to. Because, for example, I'll, I'll just put myself out there. Um, I myself, yeah, I am skinny, whatever, but now that I've gotten older, I've actually gotten myself into a routine where I used to not work out. Now I'm working out because, you know, as I've researched more, I discover, you know, hey, um, your body begins to deteriorate. And if you don't keep up, you know, things are going to happen. And like the brother said, this is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Okay. I want this to last as long as possible because we got to get the gospel out there, you know, and if I'm too busy, you know, having my way, doing other things, being unhealthy and all that, I'm only cutting my time short here on this planet. And I only got one life. You know, it's not Nintendo where I could hit the reset button and start all over again. It's not the way it works. And so personally, you know, I've, I've made a lot of changes into my lifestyle, the things I eat, the way I eat, the time I eat. And I expect, you know, for my wife, you know, to, you know, I'll, I'll tell her that. And I'll tell her, look, this is what I plan to do with us. You know, it's not just you, it's me as well. So I, I really think that it's, it's us guys that have to take that responsibility as well to drive and to steer the relationship into that kind of culture. Um, absolutely, because the reality is for men and women, when you take care of your body, your body will take care of you. And also with, you know, eating, you know, I mean, that's the seed you're sowing that's going to, either make you or break you, you know, yeah. bottom line. I mean, I work in a health food store. I see this all the time. So, and doctor bills aren't getting any cheaper. So. Okay. Thank you. Now this question is for the ladies. Is it important to you how much your man makes? And be honest. <laughs> hey, no spiritual answers. <laughs> Because <laughs> we're dealing with before you get into a relationship, and sometimes you have questions that you want to ask prior so that you're not <laughs> shocked when you get into a relationship and the expectations that you thought you had in mind weren't met. So you want to ask some questions, and uh, you know, the question was asked you know, is it important to a lady how much her man makes? Two, two <laughs> okay. I will. <laughs> I'll be the first person to answer among us ladies. Um, <laughs> it. it um, let's see, let's see how I phrase this here. <laughs> well, this is a hard question um, because, but for me personally, I don't know about anybody else. Um, it's not important. Uh, speaking of that question. Uh, how much money uh, one makes. It's not important because I understand that um, different uh, professions, you're likely to make more money than other professions. So um, that, that you can't help that. Now, <laughs> what is important is uh, if he's working um, and hardworking mm -hmm. and you know putting his best out there yeah. and being responsible. Yeah. Okay, so that's more important to me yeah. personally than how much 
someone makes because yeah. once we get married it's like you know all okay. we're all together okay. <laughs> so that doesn't really matter but is he putting out his effort and working hard and okay. doing what he needs to do as a man okay so basically what you're saying is it doesn't matter how much he makes no but it matters that he makes yes, yes. okay you're so good i love it yes oh okay. uh, yeah even the guy that working at mcdonald's and he's 30 some years old <laughs> Um, I'm I'm with Ndidi. It doesn't matter how much the gentleman makes. What matters is one, he is working. Um, he's not sitting on the couch, not being motivated or trying to do anything or have any form of aspirations. Secondly, um, money means nothing if he's making a lot of money, but he comes in with a lot of debt. Yes. You know. Uh, personally, you would like to have somebody who has worked on their debt or at least is attempting to because we're about to take that in together. Um, secondly, I would like somebody who really cares about budgeting and their finances. So um, it doesn't matter how much a person makes, especially for a man, if we're throwing it out the window every day because we're not spending wisely or taking care of our finances we need to. So to me, I'm like, Ndidi, doesn't matter what you make. It matters on how we're going to be because in the Bible it says we're supposed to be a lender, not a borrower. And I would like to continue the good stewardess. For anybody that um, has ever been engaged and uh, there's some classes, some pre-marital uh, classes, um, Saving Your Marriage Before It Starts is one of them. Um, and there's there's a book. It's called Saving Your Marriage Before It Starts. And so I would just say if you as you get into like the um, into the uh, uh, you know like maybe not I'm not saying like on your third date you know don't grill the person on how much they make and how do they do finances and this and that but if you really as you continue to get serious and say we're going to we're planning to get engaged we you know or you feel comfortable you should start talking about those things talking about getting real. Um, and then see how do you, you know, like it, there's a lot of questions in some of those books that help you see how do you both deal with it and um, how do you look at finances? Because I think it's more how are you going to look at it together than, so, than some of the factors that sometimes I think we get influenced by society for. Um, and just, and I also believe too that, um, you know, it's also a way to believe God, you know, for some things. I'm, and I'm not saying you want to be in a lot of debt, but you also see God move in mighty ways, and I think it can bring you together. Okay, let me ask this then. And if you're not comfortable sharing this, that's okay. Is there anyone here that wants to share a time that you were in a relationship, now you're not in that relationship anymore, but what would you have done differently? Because apparently there were things that perhaps you didn't know or do before you got into that relationship. But now that you're out of it, what would you do differently? I think what we just talked about, um, in 2004, that was my problem, is that, you know, we, our families knew each other, so it just happened. But we didn't really talk about finances, and it was a problem. And as you know, you got problems when it's gonna be there when you get married or what, you know, so I think, she caught me off guard. She just asked me as we were in, you know, already dating, boyfriend and girlfriend, how much I make. And then when I told her, you know, it was like, okay, wow. 
you know, that sort of threw a monkey wrench in it, you know, and from there it just went downhill. So my thing is, I would have brought that up, you know, you know, how do you feel about, you know, this is what I'm doing. I'm living in Boston. If you ever, it's the most expensive city in the world. And she wanted to go out three times a week, you know, there's nowhere to park in Boston, you know, so, oh my God, so. I think now you have to talk about it, you know? Yeah. I mean, you ever talk about it before you get into that relationship because it will be a problem. Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, in my short-lived <laughs> relationship, um, I would have uh, not assumed that everybody had the same uh, boundaries that I did, like not, not being honest to ask those questions, but um, just assuming that, oh, because you're a Christian, um, you know, we, we have the same um, beliefs about boundaries was more my thing because I knew I had mine, but it's important for the guy to have, like, to be strong in his boundaries. And... Um, I had a situation similar to, I don't know if you ever watched that episode with Martin when Gina was making more than him. And uh, I was dating a guy who I was in the corporate and he was more in the blue collar. And unfortunately, his friends, brother, family, were all rubbing it in how I made more money. Um, I didn't think it was a problem because I didn't even know it was an issue, but because they kept taunting him about it, it was a problem for him. Uh, what I would have done differently is I think it is important that you have those type of conversations because I'm I'm finding out more that I really, aside from, you know, obviously I think this lines up with being equally yoked, but I think it also depends on, you know, where you're at, um, you know, somebody who's more educated, uh, a different type of career path. It's really difficult in your relationship when you're trying to come together and mesh with one another and there's such huge differences between each other. And like I said, I didn't have an issue with it. But I was the woman, he was the man, and to him, he felt like he needed to be above that situation. Um, now, granted, this was several, you know, gosh, at least 10 years ago, but it's amazing in today's society that's different because there's more men at home that are taking care of their children rather than being outside working. So I, I think it just depends on where you are and, and be honest with the person that you're going to date and let them know that these things are important to you. Can you carry a conversation with someone? Can you, you know, financially help each other um, rather than just take it for granted? Okay, thank you. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I would like to um, go on this. Um, it, it's like, to be honest with you, it's like uh, <clears throat> me. And, and otherwise, I told other people, like, you know what? I never I never went out, uh, you know, anybody, you know, anybody was saved. So. That that's one thing that I would you know that I wouldn't do again, to, you know, <laughs> to be to put myself in that situation, and you know, and the funny part is like, and another that is like another thing is like a lot of people my my job say, hey, you go to this nice big old church, why haven't you found a wife? And 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 the thing is that I straight give an honest answer. I say, well, you know, it, it's like before before I get in a relationship, whatever, God need to fix me up because you know it's like yeah. You know, in, in my previous relationship, me, yeah, Antonio been tripping, so God need to help this trip out. <laughs> I was in a relationship with someone, and I'll just kind of preview this. So we're still really good friends to this day, 
But um, at the time, we were two people who were very strong-willed, very stubborn, very determined, very, very much feeling like we had a calling on our lives. And it just so happened that that calling was going to take us in two different directions. So uh, I still think, and, you know, she and I both, both agreed that, you know, over time, what the choice that was made was ultimately the right choice. But what it taught me was that in a relationship, especially when, when, when you're married, there are going to be some times where you're going to have to bend and compromise, you know, for, for the other person, for the sake of not just that person or, or, or you, but, you know, for the sake of the relationship itself. It's not all about what I'm called to do or what I want to do or what you're called and what she, what she wants to do and whatever. Sometimes you just have to come together and say, okay, you know, okay, let's, let's go with it. Let's, let's move to this city or let's try this business out or what, whatever it is that that person, you know, is passionate about because sometimes in relationships, I mean, I can't explain it. I'm not married, but sometimes that's just what you have to do. You just have to meet in the middle and sometimes meeting in the middle means going over to their side for a while and they'll reciprocate, hopefully, by coming over to your side for a while, because that's just the dynamic of relationships, to my understanding. So some give and give and take. Yeah, I think uh, one of the biggest uh, lessons learned that that I've experienced uh, so far in my life that's really changed the way I think is, um, number one, my relationship with God changed. That was number one, and that's what drove me um, to where I am now. And number two, in that um, in that relationship, I wish I would have, I wish I would have stuck and and held on to what I to what I hold on to now the most. And that's basically, how do I know that this other person has God in them? You know, how godly are they? What is their character? What are their fruits? And I let, I let other things that are that were more um, physical and more tangible, more measurable things that I could see with my eyes. I allowed those things to cloud my judgment. You know, I said, okay, well, this person they have, they have, you know, a good family, a good upbringing, a good this, a good that. But I didn't stick to my priority, which is what my priority is now, and that's. Okay, well, where is this person with God? You know, how do they know God? Can they explain this to me? Can they articulate it? How do I know that they know God? You know, and so that's where that was the major flaw that I found, you know, in in my life. And uh, we're working through it now. So that's it. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope you were informed, inspired and impacted. If you'd like to learn more about O.J. Tokes, his books, blog, music, and his monthly ministry for singles, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. That is whileyouaresingle.org. If you've been blessed by the podcast, we encourage you to please share with your friends. Until next week's podcast, take care and stay blessed.